Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third episode of the podcast. Today, we're doing a championship review from last week and looking forward to this weekend fixtures, even though one has already been played. We are a bit late to this, so uh, yeah, be posted just for the QPR Barnes game tomorrow. I'm joined by Ollie and, of course, Joey here. They are respectively Bournemouth and West Brom. Uh, so, how are you two doing? Uh, I'm good. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much for asking. Yeah, so we're just going to be going over the fixtures from last week. Uh, you both went to the game last week. Uh, well, to watch your team, Joey, four 0 winners. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it was a brilliant performance. I think what um, I kept saying to my dad was that it's a real statement to the league because uh, Sheffield United recently come down from um, the Premier League, so uh, they've got a really strong squad as well. Same squad that finished ninth. Can't forget the Premier League, but they're in a different system. But the four 0 was still a massive result, and I'm really happy with the way we played. And um, we um, showed up to the league, really. We showed um, how good we are and how good we can be. We were definitely going to get better, I think. We weren't probably about maybe 90% there. We can definitely get to 100% before the end of the season. Yeah, so Ollie, you went to the game as well on the Wednesday night uh, at Birmingham. You won 2-0. There's a bit of a different thing going on at at Bournemouth, isn't there? You know, you're playing a lot of the young lads now. You've probably got one of the youngest teams in the league. How's that going for you? Yeah, it's going all right, actually. Um... I've I've always actually said to play the youth. Um, I feel like we should trust them more, and it's actually paying off. Um, I thought we were pretty average during the game, but I think after the seventieth minute, we actually opened up and showed how how good we can be and how how um, easy it could be throughout the season if we just put in some good performances. And I, I do think that maybe some changes will be needed with our tactics because we did get absolutely dominated by Birmingham throughout the whole match. Um, but I do think we actually showed how good we can be. Um, and I think, especially some of the young lads, such as Jaden Anthony and Jordan Zamora, and Gavin Kilkenny as well. They they just showed how brilliant they can be at their young ages as well. Yeah, good good win for both your teams there. Uh, let's go to the first match of the game week. It was on Tuesday night. Barnsley facing Luton, a 1-0 Luton win. Barnsley obviously lost uh, Ishmael to West Brom. How do you think he's done for you so far? Um, I think he's done brilliantly. He's saying all the right things that like a manager needs to tell us about, especially dealing with the Pereira situation because Pereira went to Al Halal. Uh, he's put a statement out on social media saying that like he had to go. Well, Ismail said he wasn't committed, and then Pereira said, "Oh yeah, I'll, I put like um, an effort in every week," but he wasn't really committed. So Ismail was right in saying that, and um, he also said like no player is bigger than the club. So he's saying all the right things. The tactics he's proven so far. Um, really enjoyable to watch. I know he's been criticised for being a little bit too direct at times, but it's it's really exciting to watch and entertaining. So, um, yeah, I'm really pleased with the start so far and can't wait for him to kick on and um, hopefully gets promoted. Yeah, the job he did last season at Barnsley, getting him into the playoffs, you know, they they just fell short in the end, didn't they, to a good Swansea side uh, last year. Yeah. Obviously, had a lot of lone players as well, like DK and all that, that have gone back to their clubs now. Obviously, Barnes are going to find it hard to replace him, but they have done it in the past. They have found, you know, they've got rid of good managers and they brought another good one in. But Luton, I think they're a bit of an underdog this year. What do you think, Ollie? Yeah, I do. I do think they are 
the underdogs. And I think with the squad they have, especially last season, actually, looking at them, they did perform really well under... Um, what's their manager right now? Um, can't remember his name. Uh, Nathan Jones. Jones. Paul Lambert, is. isn't it? Oh, no. Nathan Jones. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, Nathan Jones. Um, yeah, yeah he, he's doing a really good job with them, I think. And um, obviously, they've lost some um, Dewsbury Hall, but I think they're still doing well, actually. Um, they've got they've got uh, quite a few points, started off well. Um, I think they could push for playoffs, but I think they'll just miss out. But I, mm. I do think they, they will do well this season. Yeah, I think they'll finish in the top 10 just about, um, which yeah, is obviously it's quite good for Luton. They didn't get promoted that long ago. Obviously lost Collins, didn't they, to uh, Cardiff, but they've managed to replace him well, brought in some good players around the team. Dewsbury Hall will be a big miss for them. Uh, obviously, he's gone back to Leicester now. But I think they'll do well this season. So, should we move on to the Blackpool game? They lost 1-0 to Coventry in a very controversial game. Uh, thoughts and opinions, Joe? Oh, well, I know Blackpool, they um, recently came up from League One. I know they beat us last season in the FA Cup, so they really showed their quality there. But they haven't strengthened like enough, I think, in the summer to uh, pr- like, put a real fight to stay up. They'll obviously like, put a fight to stay up, but... I reckon they'll be um, not dead and buried, but down there towards the end of the season. Um, Coventry, on the other hand, they um, won against Nottingham Forest. Uh, I, think that, I don't know if that was on the opening day, but they played really well. Uh, like, yeah, I think he was the last down, bit, winner, yeah. Yeah, coming down from 1-0 um, down to a win. So Coventry, they um, yeah recently came up last season, but they'll put up a real, real good fight this season, I reckon, hopefully mid-table for them, uh, back in their old ground as well. So... Um, yeah, they'll have a good season, I reckon. Yeah, so I think they will again survive the drop. I think they might finish a bit higher up, about 15th, I reckon. Blackpool, on the other hand, as you mentioned, they're not strengthened too much, have they? Ollie, what do you reckon? No, they. I don't. Their squad does look a bit like they haven't really done much to it, and but I do think they they might bring in some performances. I, I just think they need a bit more time. Um. I they could stay up, but I, I it will be a tight one. I don't think they're going to finish any higher than like nineteenth this season. But if they do stay up, it will be impressive. I have to say. Yeah, it will definitely be a big weight on Jerry Yates' shoulders to be able to provide the goals. Um, yeah, obviously he's just got promoted. I do see them going down sadly this season. Uh, let us know how you what think. In uh, send us a message on Twitter or in the comments how you think. Blackpool will do. On to the Swansea-Stoke game now. And a bit of a shock result, but not really a shock because Stoke have started the season really well. Uh, they've made some good signings in the summer as well. Like they sold Nathan Collins to Burnley for 12 million plus about 6 million add-ons. Uh, and they've managed to replace him for Ben Wilmore from Watford for about 1.5 million, which I think is a great business from them. Uh, Swansea on the other hand, mm, they're looking a bit poor, aren't they? But I mean, they know they play well tonight against Bristol City in a 1-0 win, but... Yeah, Swansea. How do you think they'll do? Um, I think Swansea. They um, also got a new manager, Russell Martin, who um, is known for his uh, like kind of possession-based, not ticky-tacker, but uh, like yeah, working the ball at the pitch, playing out from the back, which could like be risky at times. But if he can get it right, they could be a real threat to the championship. They obviously made some good signings in, like Ethan Laird. I think to come in on loan, so um, hopefully he'll give them some like firepower in the back line. But um, yeah, it's the start of the season. Um, Russell Martin hasn't had much time, but with the result tonight, I don't know if the viewers know, but um, they won 1-0 against um, Bristol City, and that was a um, 
not the most entertaining performance from Swansea, but um, they got the job done and um, hopefully an exciting season ahead. I'm predicting maybe maybe about mid-table, not uh, pushing for the um, promotion as they did last season, but um, we'll have a solid season. A lot of issues off the field for Swansea as well, weren't there, with the ownership and all that. Uh, a lot of players as well this season coming to the end of the contracts. Connor Roberts just for a starter. Matt Grimes looks like he's on the way out potentially to uh, Fulham in a very cheap deal for about four million. So, yeah, they do have good talent. Swansea obviously lost a lot of players last summer. Two key ones being Andre Ayew on a free and Guihi going back to Chelsea. He's now obviously at Crystal Palace. But so yeah, I do again agree with you. I think they will finish a bit lower down than they did last year. Probably about 10 to 12, somewhere around that. Stoke, however, second most clean sheets in the league last season. How do you think they'll do? Oh, you that was me. <laughs> um, I think Stoke are right, to be fair. I think they've they've done some good business. And I think um, former Bournemouth player Sam Surridge is actually doing okay with them. Uh, I didn't rate him much at Bournemouth, but he seems their type of player. And I don't think he was our type of player. That's why he wasn't performing there. And obviously, I don't think he was... I don't think he's playing at the moment. He might be injured, I, I think. But um, Tyrese Campbell... Uh, is yet to come back. Um, yeah, I think he's still injured. And he's he's their key man. And when he comes back, I mean, Stoke can only improve from there, can't they? They're on by getting the lap from City as well. Though. Yeah, um, we were also linked with him as well, but I, d- I don't think he's coming to us anymore. Um, still not sure what's happening about that, but yeah, if they get him as well, I mean... Yeah, it's it actually, I think, as well. Yeah. Um, Promotion push, yeah. potentially? Um, definitely a playoff push. If they if they get playoffs, I won't be surprised at all. Um, I think they're definitely good enough. The squad's good enough. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think they could get playoffs. Um, there's gonna be a lot of teams up they, there this season, isn't there? Five, yeah, um, definitely. Six places. Well, there's four I think, places behind West Brom for all I reckon, but yeah, yeah. Prom- promotion looks quite easy to predict. I I, I think West Brom and maybe West Fulham, Fulham will probably yeah. go up. Yeah, definitely in the promotion. I think, you know, uh, teams like Bournemouth, um, Stoke, QPR, all teams up there. Yeah, Middlesbrough. Quite a few more, actually. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot even, of teams. Even Swansea fighting. is still up there, aren't they? Yeah, Luton as well. They'll be fighting yeah. all the season. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who does actually get them over four spots in the top six. I think Bournemouth are probably pretty much going to be up there, but the other three yeah. spots sort of up for eight, three or four spots. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what you reckon for this season for uh, Stoke, Joey. Stoke, I think um, well, they made some good additions as said before. I think for the side remain Sawyers on from West Brom yeah. today. He was uh, one of my arguably the best passes in the league a couple of years ago with us, um, but he'll be a good addition for them. They could definitely make a playoff push. I think, um, yeah, the, as you said, the other four, like three spots are up for grabs. I think Sheffield United will be up there at the end of the season. Yukanovic has been known for like a slow start um, when he started at Fulham and Watford. So uh, hopefully they'll kick on and um, be up there. But um, yeah, I think maybe QPR and Stoke, are like the dark horse of the season, maybe losing as an outsider as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Right, let's move on to the Peter Ricardo game, finished 2 2. Again, another good result for Peterborough. Obviously, the Pete Darby very, very weirdly, you know, in the 90th minute, he scored an equaliser. Then, in like the 10th minute, added time, he scored that second goal to win it 2 1. Draw against Cardiff, I think they'll see that as a better result than Cardiff will. A better point for Peterborough, definitely. Uh, how do you think Peterborough will do this season? I finished, I predict them just to finish above. What do you reckon, Ollie? 
I I predict them to finish bottom. I I personally don't think they're that good. Um, but we we have seen against Cardiff that they are capable of scoring goals in the championship and Clark Harris getting two assists. It's quite impressive, and he he obviously impressed in League One last season, and he he scored quite a few goals. I can't exactly remember. Thirty six, I want to say it was. Yeah, I mean that's just that's mind blowing, to be fair. Um, but yeah, he's. I mean, hopefully he can score some goals um, for Peterborough this season. If he does, I think they could stay up, but I'm not too sure. I I think they might go down. Personally. What do you reckon, Joey? Yeah, I think they'll definitely be in and around that relegation zone coming the end of the season. Whether they have enough quality to stay up is another question. I think Johnson Clark Harris is um, definitely a top striker. I think um, we were interested in this in the summer. Um, but um, yeah, they've also got Sariki Dembele as well, who's a good quality player. They've got some players in good areas, but I don't think they have enough squad depth to um, survive the uh, kind of gruel of the championship that this league is. I think they'll have enough quality going forward, but it's whether they'll have enough quality defensively. George, uh, they've got Grant, they've got Smodix, they've got Dembele, John Clark Harris. They've got so many attacking options in and around that striker and midfield role. I just don't know whether they'll have the quality in defence to be able to stay up. Cardiff on the other hand, again, they're not looking too good at the Cardiff this season so far, from what from what I've seen anyway. No. What do you reckon? No, I don't think... They're looking that good, to be fair. I, I'm i not too sure. I, they, they did rely on um, Keith Moore last season a lot mm. to score them goals. He was he's scored quite a few. And I think they're header in without, that game, <laughs> um, They're relying on literally a centre-back to score them goals in that match. That's quite worrying. And um, without Keith Moore, Cardiff aren't very good, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, 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 I had that in... Um, in the Bournemouth game last season when um, Bournemouth lost, I think, at home and Kiefer Moore just ran the show, really. That can be said for a few I, teams in this league. They're like, look at Millwall without yeah, Jim they, they, where would they we, be? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we had the same with Dan Juma last season, but, I mean, when Dan Juma was injured, we did actually put in some performances at least. And I think without Kiefer Moore, Cardiff aren't, aren't much at all, to be fair, if, if I'm honest. Okay, so yeah, let's move on to the next game, which is actually coincidentally Millwall versus Fulham. A 2-1 win for Fulham, Millwall with a late goal and the first full, the two Fulham goals were in the first 10 minutes of the game. A lot of booze echoed around uh, Millwall Stadium after them two goals had gone in. Uh, not not the first night, they were, not for the first time they were booing that day, but um, yeah, Fulham were not 2-1 winners. I think they'll come through in the league, to be honest with you. I mean, West Brom will put up a fight, but for me, Fulham have to have to win it, don't they? With the amount of money they spent, especially. And obviously, they've um, they probably sell on Guisa at some point, probably. But yeah, they're spending well. To be fair, they spent money on good players. Maybe I've paid a bit for Wilson, but he's coming from Liverpool, and they're not going to let him go on a cheap. So, how do you reckon Millwall form will go this season, Joe? Well, I think uh, Fulham will definitely be up there. I think with the um, the quality of the first two goals they scored, I think uh, like excellent passing move, and then um, just expo- exposing Fulham like Millwall's um, defense. Like normally, when you think of Millwall, you think of like good, strong defensive like stability. But Fulham just tore them apart with the first two goals. And I think um, that really put out like a statement to the league that this is Fulham, this is how they play, and this is what you're going to expect from this season. But they'll definitely be up there. 
with Millwall, as I said, I think Jed Wallace is um, a huge player for them. If they uh, if he gets injured or he goes somewhere else, I think they could like plummet down the league. But I reckon they'll be maybe like lower mid table, maybe around fourteenth um, or fifteenth. Maybe he's only got a year left in his contract as well, which is not good for them at all. Yeah, I'll make things interesting. Um, whether he signs a new one, I think um, he's, he has been offered a new deal, but um, whether he signs it or not is another question. He's um, he's definitely interested for him. No, yeah, I reckon. Um, I think Wolves were interested in him a couple of years ago, so mm. um, uh, he definitely could make the step up. Yeah, I think he teams really would. Free... Yeah, <laughs> definitely be a kind of Burnley type of player. I reckon. What do you reckon, I Millwall former? How will they do? Um, I reckon Fulham will win the league. Really, they've they've kept all their their good players. They've their squad hasn't actually changed much since um, they got promoted last time out. Really, and I think their squad's actually got better, which is you know they got promoted last time with all those players, and they're going to get promoted again. I think, um, and they spent their money well as well, and they clearly have enough money to go around so they're obviously going to get promoted I think um, Millwall on the other, other hand mid-table I mean they've finished after the past few seasons got a good squad Jeb they always Wallace, seem like um, the kind of team that are going to push for playoffs then they just fall off a bit towards the end yeah mm. they're sort of sort of a weird team to be fair they they win some games and lose some Sort of like a classic mid-table championship team, like like Preston have been in the past few years. They just sort of lose some games and win some, and that's all really. Finish tenth, fourteenth, rinse and repeat. Yeah, 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 exactly that. And Millwall was sort of at the moment in that sort of bracket. Um, yeah. So I on think... to the next game. Oh, are you going to carry on? Go on. Feel free. Oh, I feel free. <laughs> Um, their squad looks alright. Um, it's definitely improved, and I think their defense their defense is good, and they've got a good attack as well. With I like Jack Cooper. And, um, I think he's very good. Yeah, he's uh, he's been there a couple of years, hasn't he? Yeah, um, he's only twenty six, though. Yeah, he's he's alright to be fair. I think, I think I'd uh, say he's top end championship. Yeah, I don't really know too much about him, but. Um, he has he has pulled off some saves against Bournemouth before. I think in um in the home game where we drew against them. Um, and yeah, he seems quite good. Um, same with Fobe, Actually, he's he was at Bournemouth for a while, and he he actually had some good performances. And it's just some of his injuries have been quite unfortunate. It's good to see him scoring again. To be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on to the next game now. Huddersfield, Preston, two teams that I think will definitely be down there this season. Obviously, Preston, bottom of the league right now. No points in three games. If Preston, Preston should be beating teams like Huddersfield, really, shouldn't they? Especially if, they need to, if they're going to stay up. They're the kind of teams you need to be beating. Huddersfield seems to actually do be edging away from like the relegation. I put them in the relegation on Huddersfield, in that third relegation spot. That's where I put them. So, uh, yeah, how do you reckon Preston will fare? A lot of off-field issues with the owner as well. Uh, and also Huddersfield, you go first job if you want. Oh yeah, Preston obviously ran out of the best start season, no points on the board. Um, yeah, as you said, the owner um, he's not been uh, not been very uh, good to the Preston at the moment. Um, they have fans are obviously aren't happy, and 
results on the pitch uh, clearly aren't showing and uh, to lose to a really poor Huddersfield team as well. I think um, Preston fans have the right to be worried. Yeah, as for Huddersfield, I think um, they, uh, in their point, like uh, Carver Howe was their manager or I can't remember what his name is. I think he was the um, Leeds assistant. So um, he's quite kind of inexperienced in this league, um, inexperienced manager, but uh, he's, he's pulled off a win, but they're, it's, they're still two really poor sides and they'll definitely be down there at the end of the season. Preston, um, I don't know if they'll go down. They, they still might, but um, Huddersfield will definitely be um, maybe just survive the season. So maybe like 21st, 20th, around A lot of links with O'Brien and then leaving as well to Leeds and other clubs like that. So if, if O'Brien goes, you've got to think they lost uh, Bakunia and there's their Rangers as well. So they're losing a lot of starting players, which isn't never a good sign. But I think Preston will have the quality to stay up eventually. Maybe they get a new manager in because it's clearly not working, is it? They've gone for the cheap option as well, Preston, which is what they've done for a bit now. They've gone for the cheap option. It's not worked. Finish mid-table, get a new person. And they've slowly like, got worse and worse over time. So, yeah, Ollie, what do you reckon for Huddersfield and Preston this season? Um, I think Huddersfield pretty much going to get relegated, to be fair. I don't think, don't think they're good enough. Um. They were lucky. They were lucky to escape last season and the season before as well. And I just don't think they're that good. Um, um, Preston, I think it's the second game in, isn't it? It's it's you know they've they've got a lot of time to catch up on form. And um, obviously, it's not a good result losing against Huddersfield, who were frankly terrible, but. They have a lot of time to um, rebuild and pick some form up, and I I think they'll end up finishing mid mid table again. I don't think they're anything special, but I don't think they'll get relegated. They're not that bad, and they might sack their manager, but I think if they get a new manager in, they'll be fine. N- yeah. No worries for Preston fans at all. Now onto the Reading versus Bristol City game. Bristol City won three two in that one. Reading. They've got they like last season they had so many good players, but they just fell off massively. There was a point where they was in the in the top six and then they just fell off and finished about tenth or something. So I don't really know what's going on at Reading. Like you'd expect Reading with the players they have, like Joao, uh, Ajaria, all them kind of players, you expect them to finish high up the table. We've got a good keeper in Raphael. You know, they've got some good players there. So they shouldn't really be losing to Bristol City. I don't think are anything special, really, Bristol City. Um again, one of them teams that maybe Mid mid table of mid table, like in like the fifteenth, sixteenth spot. Uh, yeah, what do you reckon, Ollie? Um, I I've always liked Reading. Actually, I think they're quite a good side, but I think it was quite poor result. I agree with you. Poor result against Bristol City. I don't think Bristol City are very good. Um, they finished they finished nearer the bottom actually last season, and I think Bristol City will probably do that again. But they have brought in some um, young players into their side, similar to what Bournemouth have done. Um, released a lot of um, older players. Quite exciting, but I think Nigel Pearson is going to get sacked soon. I don't think he's doing that good good of a job, despite the the good result. I I just I don't know. I don't know what to think of Bristol City. They're, again, they're sort of a bit of a weird team, although they do usually start the season well. But I, 
I don't know what to think of them. I think I think they'll finish mid table again. Um, and with Reading, I think they'll finish maybe eleventh. I I think they have time to pick up form. Um, but they don't look the team they were last season when um they were top of the league unbeaten at one point. But all he says a big loss to them, especially only for eight mil. You know, a player like that should be yeah, worth at least twenty. I yeah, it's massive. He was brilliant for them last season, but I still think they should be up there with Lucas Zhao and all all those players. They still have quality in their squad. I there's no reason why they should be losing against Bristol City at all. It's quite that's quite especially considering three as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they've they've scored two, fair enough, but I yeah, conceding three against Bristol City, who are poor, is quite yeah, quite bad. It's quite worrying, isn't it? What do you reckon, uh, Joe? Yeah, I reckon Reading, um, yeah, they've obviously had some troubles off the field they've had, they're under a transfer embargo, but I really think that a transfer that's gone kind of under the radar, um, I think is Omar Richards. I think he went to Bayern Munich uh, yeah, on a free did. transfer and he's, um, he's proved a real loss to them this season. So um, they haven't really, really been able to replace him. They've only brought in um, Hoylett and um, Delhi Bashiri from Watford. So they haven't really strengthened, but they've obviously got quality players like John Swift, Yao, um, uh, Renamotta, those sort of players, but um, Gerardia, yeah, yeah, they'll have a solid season, I reckon. And even under the transfer embargo, so they finished maybe just below mid table. As for Bristol City, obviously, Nigel Pearson, he's he's like he's a journeyman manager, really. He's been less, he's been he was Albion at one point, but um, yeah, I'm not really a fan of his kind of style of play. He's uh, in the transfers, they haven't really bought in anyone special. Uh, they bought in the old like uh, Leicester duo of Matthew James and Andy King, who um uh, could like could provide experience into that midfield, but it's a uh, it's gonna be a tough season for Bristol, I think. Definitely gonna finish in that lower half of the mid table. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think they'll be about fifteenth, sixteenth, as I said. Uh, we've already gone for the Birmingham Bournemouth result. Obviously, Ollie was happy with that one with a two 0 win. On to Derby and Hull, two teams that I also think will be down there. You know, Derby has some favourable fixtures, haven't they, early on? Uh, which they haven't come away with too many points from. You'd expect them to see the Peterborough game out, wouldn't you? So that's an, that, that would be three points. Hull, a team that I've just not been impressed by, even though they, did within, they won the league, didn't they, in League One? Um, I just don't see anything special in them. I like Wilkes. I think he's all right. Honeyman's all right, but... There's no real quality in that whole team. And there's no one that you think, oh, he's, he is good. Whereas you look like at Peterborough, they've got Dembele, Johnson Clark Harris. You know, you look at Blackpool, you've got Jerry Yates. You know, whole I look at them, I don't really think, oh, you've got someone that's going to score your goals in the championship. What do you reckon? Enjoy you go first if you want. Oh, yeah, I think um, whole island is special. I think what um, Grant McCann's done. Because obviously when they went down, they were like in the playoff spots. But then they'd like lost, well, I don't know how many games it was in a row, but they lost a lot. They went down, they rebuilt, gone back up. Um, Keenless Potter, I think, is a name that uh, should excite people. I know you said before that there's not really one person that excites you. Keenless Potter is definitely one that should keep an eye on this season. I think he's a really exciting winger. Definitely showed that in the first game against Preston. But um, Preston weren't very, weren't very good that day and they haven't been very good since then. So that could have been maybe like a one-off for them. But uh, yeah, the, the whole really poor in this game and to lose into a Derby County team who are under a transfer embargo as well as Reading. Wayne Rooney is the manager, largely inexperienced, only just survived relegation last season. Uh, yeah, Derby, um, 
Derby really pulled one on, pulled one off on this one. They will think um, it, yeah. that yeah, they they couldn't they should have really sort the Peter game out. And uh, I think they won against Salford in the cup on penalties, which was uh could also be seen as lucky. We signed Ravel Morrison on loan, uh, not on loan, I suppose, on free transfer, who um could provide quality. I think he was um like the next one the kid and Manchester United never really worked out for him. Got his chance in the championship with Derby. Hopefully he can um shine, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough season for Derby. I think many people predict them to finish last. Um, I think uh, with a couple of results at the open, like in the opening few weeks, um, Wayne Rooney could uh, maybe uh, turn some heads a little bit. So he could stay up with this Derby squad. I think they want Phil Jackie Elka as well. But yeah, you got um, one of the yeah, matches in, in the game on his debut. Yeah, t- yeah. Tough, tough season for Derby as well as Hull. They'll both be in and around that relegation zone as Peterborough and. Um, Huddersfield were yeah Rooney really deserve credit to be fair to him you know he's brought he's actually brought in some good players all things considering you know this transfer embargo and all that I know he injured Jason Knight who was a good player in warm up or whatever but I think Derby could potentially stay up I did predict them to finish bottom but this is before I've even like before the season even started looking at them actually on the pitch they don't look that bad they've got some decent players I like Sibley I think he's quite good uh, the Knight and um the other lad in midfield, is it Bird? I think they're yeah, quite good. Yeah, they're quite good. So they've, they've got a decent team. I think Jackie Elka's a good signing on a free. I thought they'd get Gary Cale, to be honest, but he's, he's gone um, he's gone to Bournemouth yeah. Fancy, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I thought he would be a good signing for Derby, but maybe he is too good to play for Derby right now. Yeah, I think they look all right, to be, in all fairness to him. What do you reckon, Ollie? I think Derby, they're all right. Um, not too bad. Um, they've definitely started off the season with a win. Um, one at Peterborough as well. Oh no, that was a loss. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I don't think they're that good under Rooney. I don't think Rooney's that good of a manager. But I mean, they're scoring goals. Not too bad. They kept a clean sheet against Hull. I I think Hull are actually all right as well. Um, they've got some. Decent players. Um, Lewis Potter's a very good player. Um, scored scored quite a few goals in League One. Not too bad. Um, so it's good of them to keep a clean sheet. And I also think that um, with this transfer embargo, I think that um, it gives them a chance to play some of the young players. Um, Louis Sibley, one of them, and he's quite a good talent. Um, I, I mean, it's the same thing with um, Bristol City and Bournemouth, really. If you don't give them a chance, you can't actually see how good they are. And this gives Derby a chance to, you know, experiment with their players. And they've done that. And some of these young young lads for them are doing well. Um, some of them could even be their best players because, I mean, they haven't really got any other good talents, not going to lie. They don't really have um, much squad depth at the moment. But they've, they've, made, they've actually made some decent signings, to be fair to them. Um, Jagielka, good experience in the squad. Um, it's just what they need, really, if they have such a young squad going on. Um, but yeah, they've they've actually they could actually have a good season. I think um, I always I actually predicted them to go down, but they might actually stay up. Um, I don't think they're gonna they're not gonna finish high. Then they might get relegated. I wouldn't be surprised if they get relegated. But if they stay up. I, I think that might be a possibility, to be fair. 
they they have they have the potential to stay up, but I I don't know. I just don't think Rooney's a good manager. They've had a favourable run on there at the start of the season. Let's be honest. Yeah, Keith I mean, yeah, weaker I, teams in the league. Yeah, and the thing is, Peterborough. Peterborough can be a hard place to go. It was a, it was away, wasn't it? Yeah, but, it was um, at Peterborough's ground. Yeah, yeah. I mean, going to Peterborough's. You, you've got to see games out, and yeah, I know it's a young squad, yeah. but you've got to see games out when you're one 0 up in the yeah, minute, I, and you lose. It's, it's quite, it's quite a bad loss if you think about it, because yeah, they've they've conceded two 90 minute goals and they couldn't hang on. But I mean, it's. They can they can take that and move on, and they've they've taken that loss and moved on and beaten Hull. I mean, I think I think Hull's probably the better side out of um, them and Peterborough. So I I fancy their chances of staying up, but maybe not. It, Is there some form of Peter on... rivalry we don't know about here, Ali? No, I just I just <laughs> I don't have I, I'm not a fan of Peterborough. I just don't think they're that good. I think they've got going forward, but defensively, I do agree. Yeah, they? no, they, they have some are. quality players in the attack, like Clark Harris and Dembele, but they're not that good. If I'm honest, they're not that good. People people overrate them because of their attack, in my opinion. I can see where you're coming from. I can, I can see where you're coming from. Right, let's move on. Before I piss off Alfred Peter, bro, let's move on uh, <laughs> to Nottingham Forest versus Blackburn Rovers on the Wednesday. Ah, two women for Blackburn. Two goals from both the centre backs, Ayala and Lenian. Forest. Looking poor, aren't they? They got players sent off as well. Um, it's not looking good for them. Second from bottom, zero points in three. Where did they go from here, Joe? Well, I think um I think the fans really uh, epitomized what this um, what they think really think they think they're singing Sabri Lamucci and um you don't know what you're doing to uh, Chris Hewitt so I think that really speaks for itself. They feel like they're like a faith in the manager. But um, saying that, he has bought some uh, one good player in, really, in uh, Phillips Dinkenagel from Watford. I think he was really good last season. But um, they, they really lack uh, the moment, the end product and the uh, conviction. They need to uh, feel like challenge the playoffs or finish higher up in the league because um didn't have a good finish last season, but uh, they choked the playoffs the season before. So, um Yeah. Uh, with, with Blackburn, I think it's um, they've changed the style of play this season. I think last season they were more kind of possession based. This time they're going more direct. Um, they've lost a couple of key players in terms of Adam Armstrong, Lewis Holtby, and in terms of the loan signing as well, Harvey Elliott. He's gone back to Liverpool, so he's going to be tough to replace. But um, obviously, with Ben Burton Diaz, I think he has to be the highlight of uh, Blackburn's team. The uh, Chile he superstar. He did that game badly, though. He had a poor, poor game. Yeah. But um, I think he's uh, really one to watch out for this season. I think he like, played really well in the Copper America. He's got um, a couple of goals this season. So, um, yeah, I think... Uh, I think the problem with Blackburn is he's got a lot of players on like one-year deals left, like Niambi, Brereton Diaz, um, some of the midfielders as well, Lenny and Kaminsky. You know, they've got a lot of players on one-year deals. I don't think Niambi will sign. I, I, I don't know about Kaminsky. I think he's better than Blackburn. Because Blackburn, Blackburn for me are oppressed and mid-table side. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't yeah. see them really. This season, potentially. But like Sam Gallagher up front, I don't will Sam Gallagher be able to get enough goals. You can't rely on Tyree Dol- Dolan to get your goals. 
Diaz again. He's he's another young lad, and he's only like twenty two. So you can't like rely on these young lads all the time to be getting the goals, as it proved against Forest. You know, both the centre backs scored, didn't they? So uh, going on to Forest, though, last season poor poor finish for them. You thought oh, it was just a one off season, maybe. You know, they've changed a lot of things. Samba was poor for the second goal as well in that game, but Forest looked poor. One bright spark is Brennan Johnson, although he did have a full game against Blackburn. Uh, what are your thoughts on him, Ollie? I think Brennan Johnson's actually quite a good player. Um, obviously, at his age, you wouldn't expect a player like that to perform in the championship, but I think he's quite good, as well as um, Alex Mighton, um, 19 years old, very good player. Um, I think both of them are doing well, Bright's, Bright Sparks. Um, but overall, Forrest look quite poor. They're not scoring enough goals. Um getting a man sent off as well that's not helpful either really um i i think they're conceding too much as well and you know if you put those two together they're not gonna have a good finish um they might finish mid-table if they're lucky but i think it's probably bottom half maybe 18th or something again i they probably need to sack chris hooten as well i just don't think he's doing the job there he's just hasn't really done it overall. Um, I think when he first arrived there, he didn't really impress, did he, either? Um, when we went to our match there, um, he we came to that match with, like, Forrest losing about five on, five on the trot, and it hasn't really changed since, and it's been about, been about a season past now. So, personally, I think... They need to sack Chris Hewton and maybe it might stop picking up performances, but I don't think anything's going to change until a proper change is made. Yeah, I agree. How do you reckon uh, Blackburn and Forest will do this season? Um, Blackburn have quite an exciting side, um, but as as you discussed, um, I don't think they've replaced Adam Armstrong at all. They're just using... Basically, wingers as they really make any signs either. They signed that uh, last no. from Liverpool on loan, but they're I mean, sort of sort of using just some of their young young lads from the youth, which is you know it's not a bad thing, but I think they do need to make some proper signings, and they need a striker. I I don't think using, for example, Sam Gallagher, I don't think he's a very prolific goal scorer at all. Um, and as well, most of their forwards are, are more wingers than strikers. And I think with Adam Armstrong, he was a, he was their prolific goal scorer. And that's how they finished so high last season, because they had a proper goal scorer and they just don't have that. Last Do season. you think anyone so, in that Blackburn team could get 28 goals in the championship? <laughs> definitely not. There's... No, I think you struggle to find someone who get 20, never mind 27, 28. No. I, I just Blackburn need their prolific goal scorer again. The problem um, is with them as well, the 40% of profits, the only point for 1.8 mil from Newcastle, 1.8 mil. So take that off the 20 that Southampton paid, that's about 18 mil, give or take. 40% of that has gone to Newcastle. So they haven't even got like a full full amount of profit from Armstrong. They've not made that no, much from him really. It should be enough. It should be enough to buy. Yeah, but you got to if, think as well. They bought... brought Gallagher for about six mil, Brereton for seven. You know, they have spent a lot of money. They're two hundred million debt as well. Blackburn, a lot of problems. Yeah, but 
they do need to they need to improve in the striker position somewhere. Either that, or they they draft in a a player from their youth who's a known prolific goal scorer in um in the youth league. Because I mean that seems to be their way of, their system, if you'd like to call it that. Um, but yeah, I, I they they do need to get someone at striker, or they're they're gonna finish maybe mid table or even below. Yeah, I predict them to finish sixteenth. So let's move on to the Middlesbrough QPR game. Another game with a lot of goals in it. Five goals in that one. QPR eventually coming out the three two winners despite having a man sent off. Chris Willock as well. What a player he looks to be. What are your thoughts on him, Joe? Well, I think uh, Chris Willock. Yeah, he's definitely a player. Always called for him to get a chance at West Brom. We signed him on loan uh, in our promotion season, but he never got a chance. And then um, yeah, he went back to Benfica and then to QPR, and he's uh, been smashing it ever since. I think QPR are a really, um, really good team. I was really impressed with them in the second half of last season. I think they beat the teams like Brentford. Um, yeah, I think they were really impressed with them. They've obviously continued their form into this season. They've obviously had one of the best like transfer windows in the whole of the championship this season. They've obviously um, re signed Charlie Austin. Uh, as well as like Stefan Johansson, Sam Field, as well as um, strengthening like with Moses Ojibajo and Jimmy um, Dozzle from Ipswich. Yeah. But oh, uh, yeah, I'm really, uh, really impressed with QPR this season and I'm really predicting them to have a good season. I think they'll just be into the playoffs, maybe sixth. And um, yeah, then as for Middlesbrough, they've, um, they're this team like a Neil Warnock type of team, you know, how I could be solid at the back and play on the counter attack. Um, yeah, they, uh, they didn't really look that impressive in this game. I'm not going to lie. I think QPR very really dominated in the game. Um, yeah, they don't really have anything special. The only one man that I can see um, is the new signing, uh, Martin Piero, um, from uh, I think it was Banfield for about six million pound. I think he's really one to watch out for this season. But um, yeah, Middlesbrough they don't really excite me that much. They always got that point against Fulham on the open day. Um, yeah, yeah, they're gonna have a maybe a dull season, maybe a eleventh place finish. You know, nothing, nothing special, but um, yeah, an overall decent season, I think. Yeah, Middlesbrough team. I just think they're too inconsistent to actually finish in the playoffs. I think I predicted them to finish eight before a ball was kicked. Uh, obviously, Neil Wall is a fantastic manager, absolute legend to the game and all that, but. I don't think he has the quality of players at Middlesbrough to be able to push them into the playoffs. I think they'll just fall short. QPR, however, very exciting team. Uh, Rob Dickey as well, great at centre-back, obviously providing a lot of goals as well so far for them. Uh, he had three and three at one point at the start of the season. Um, Ilya Cher, a player who I thought was better than Eze when he was at QPR. I don't know what you got for, but I thought he was better than Eze was. I think he allowed Eze to be the player that Eze was at the time. Uh, although he has smashed it for for Palace whenever he's played. Lyndon Dykes up front had a good Euros um, for Scotland. I know he didn't score, but like in general, he did look good. He bullied some of the England defenders when we played him, despite not scoring, obviously. Willock as well looks fantastic. Uh, it'll be key for them this season if they are to uh, do well. Ultimately, I think QPR will do well. Like Dieng in goal, decent keeper. Um, so, uh, yeah, I predict QPR will finish fifth, and that's what I'll... I'll stick with. What do you reckon I for Middlebring QPR? Um, I think they're both quite good sides, to be fair. Um, I think it's quite unlucky for Middlesbrough to lose that one. Um, looking at the stats, they, they did do well. Um, but obviously, QPR just finished their chances, really, and that's what you want from your side. 
doesn't have to be the most exciting performance, but as long as you score goals, you're, you're getting points, aren't you? Um, I think maybe Middlesbrough might miss out just on the playoffs, but they definitely have the potential to get in the playoffs. Obviously, as we've said, there's a lot of teams trying to race for the playoffs this season. Um, but I think those two are definitely at it. Um, I think QPR could probably get in the playoffs, though. Um, maybe sixth or fifth. Because um, they have they have goal scorers. I think Lyndon Dykes scored quite a few goals last season, over 10, I think. Um, decent player, scored scoring goals still, which is what you want from your striker. And uh, obviously, um, Willock is doing the same. So two goal scorers. They definitely have the goals to get in the playoffs, and um, although I, pro- I, they probably won't get promoted, but playoffs is definitely a push for them. Um, yeah, I think I think both quality sides, though. To be fair, yeah, I agree. We've already spoke about the final game of that game week, match week three. West Brom, Sheffield United, obviously a big 4-0 win for West Brom. Let's move on to predicting next week or so this weekend. Uh, fixtures obviously we missed tonight's kickoff because we did record it very late. Obviously, this is on the uh, this is on the Friday night, very like 11 o'clock at night. We're recording this, so uh, yeah, Swans got one nil winners. I think Joe watched it, I watched the first half. Um, it didn't look a convincing way, but they look comfortable at the back. Swans, that's one thing they did look good, they look comfortable at the back. It was a bit of a poor goal for Bristol to concede. Obviously, it came off the post, cannon back out, and he just finished it into an open net. Swansea as a team, as I said, I was unsure around, but yeah, Joe, what do you think of the game that you watched? Yeah, I think it was a less than convincing display from Swansea, but it's, you know, it's the start of the season. Russell Martin's still trying to implement his style of play. But as of Bristol, I think, um, yeah, they, they weren't very good either. They, yeah, Swansea had an element of luck with their goal, but um, I think they kind of deserved their three points. But it was... Um, it was, it was a really boring game to watch, really. It wasn't really exciting. But, um, yeah, I'm just hopefully looking forward to seeing more of Swansea's kind of, like, tiki-taka possession style of play later in the season. And um, when, when they get some more signings under their belt, I reckon they'll be a good team. Yeah, now we get to the fun part, which is predicting the fixtures for this weekend. We start with a 12.30 kickoff, QPR Barnsley. What are you thinking for that one, Ali? Um... Personally, I think QPR will probably win that one. I don't think Barnsley are as good as they were last season. Um, they're definitely not bad, and I don't think they'll get um, relegated or anything like that, but I think QPR will ease that one. They just look too good this season, in my opinion. Um, I think QPR will probably win, I'm going to say 2-1. 2-1. Joe, what are your thoughts for QPR Barnsley? Yeah, I think I've gone with a similar result. I've gone with 2-0 to QPR. I think they're a real force this season. And Barnsley, obviously not the team they were, trying to play a more like obsession, a sort of passing style under um, shop. But yeah, I've gone with a 2-0 QPR win. I think they'll just have enough quality to ease them out. I do like Barnsley. Obviously, lost Alex Moore on a free last year. A lot of one players gone back to their clubs. I think they've got a good defence. So Mads Anderson, Hellick, you know, they've got a decent defence there for them. So... I'm going to go with a 2-1 QPR win. I think Lyndon Dykes will score and Willock will score for them. So, there you go. That's QPR Barnsley. 
On to all the free clock kickoffs, all the rest of the games are at free in this match week. Coventry Reading at the Rico Arena. What is everyone thinking? Um, I think go first, I'll go with I think I think Coventry might actually win that one. Um, obviously Reading haven't been too good. Um and I think they'll be quite low on confidence. Um, obviously, Coventry have started the season off well, um, so I think I think it'll be another one 0 from Coventry. Actually, I think I think they have the I think they'll get away with it. I think Reading will probably dominate the match, but I think Coventry will get away with it and win one 0 Yeah, Joe, go on. What are your thoughts on Coventry Reading? Yeah, I've gone with a one-one. I think uh, Reading with like John Swift and Zhao may um, prove the challenging for Coventry's defence. But um, yeah, Coventry have got good quality in their midfield with like Hamer and stuff like that. So I think it's going to be a one-one and a tight game. But um, yeah, the points will be shared in this one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Gustavo Hamer. I do like him a lot. Uh, the double at right back, he is uh, very good as well. Um, so yeah, Coventry Reading. Bear in mind, it's at home for Coventry. I'm going to go with a 2-0 Coventry win again in that one. Another, well, I said 2-1, didn't I? So, yeah, 2-0 Coventry in that one. So, yeah, Coventry, they started the season well, obviously, as uh, Joe mentioned. But, yeah, I think they just have just enough to get uh, a win over Reading, who have, again, started poorly this season. So, yeah, I'm not sure how well they'll do overall. On to Stoke versus Forest now. I think there's only one clear winner in this one, to be honest. What are your thoughts, Ollie? Yeah, I think Stoke will win. Um, <laughs> as as we all know, I think um, I think they'll win. I'm going to say two 0 I don't even see Nottingham Forest scoring. Um, Stoke are looking good. Um, Nottingham Forest are looking bad. Need I say any more? Really? Yeah, Joe. What's your thoughts on Stoke Forest? Yeah, I think um, uh, Stoke. Obviously, they're a good team. They bought some really nice uh, kind of cheap deals in, but they obviously got a lot of quality. Um, yeah, Forest aren't in the best of circumstances. I've gone with Stoke three, Forest one. I think, yeah, same result for um, Stoke as they got in their last game against Swansea. And uh, yeah, I think Camargo might prove a little bit of a challenge for Stoke's defence. But um, yeah, I think Stoke will run out easy winners. I've gone actually with a similar kind of result. I said 3 0 to Stoke. I think they'll go uh, run rampant. I just don't see Forrest scoring past a Stoke defence. I think they're, they're too good defensively. Suter, Wilmore, so many good defenders. I just don't see them scoring. So, yeah, we've all gone with uh, pretty comfortable Stoke wins there. Maybe Forrest could shock us, but you never know. On to Derby versus Middlesbrough. What's your thoughts, Sergio? I think, obviously, you know, there's two uh, managers. I think Neil Warnock's got the experience, but really still trying to um, got his young squad implement a style of play um, obviously less than convincing against Hull I've gone with a 1-0 Middlesbrough win I think they've got enough quality to see it through uh, against this youngish Derby team uh, yeah one off will prove his worth in the plot of a masterclass so yeah, Ollie what do you reckon for Derby Borough um, I think Derby probably have the potential of scoring in that game um, you know they're looking quite bright up, uh, up front um, obviously they're young lads are delivering quite well um, but obviously Middlesbrough are probably much a better team um, I think they'll, uh, I think Middlesbrough will win 2-1 Yeah for that one I've gone with a 1-1 I think it would be 
I just don't think Derby are that good defensively that they can hold off a Neil Warnock team. They'll be physical. No, definitely not. And will the young lads be able to cope with the, the physicality that a, a Warnock team will provide? I don't think so. So, yeah, 1-1. One, one, I think Derby probably should go from a corner or something. Jaggy Elka from a corner, I'm saying. Although, if anyone's going to win it, I do think Middlesbrough would be that team. Cardiff, Millwall up next. And, yeah, two teams who have not started greatly. Uh, Cardiff a bit better than Millwall, but what are your thoughts, Joe? I think um, Millwall obviously got um, you know, torn apart by Fulham in that first half in the last game. But um, Cardiff will be a different test. They like to get the ball out wide and play into the box. I think maybe suit the style of their defenders, like with the height they've got, the aerial ability. Um, I could see quite a few goals going into today, maybe from set pieces as well. I've gone with Cardiff 2, Millwall 2. Um, both teams not the best start, but um, Millwall much better in that second half. And uh, Cardiff, they've got the top strikers in um, Collins and Moore. So I think they'll be able to hopefully get some points on the board. Yeah. Uh, Ollie, what, what do you reckon for this one? Um, Millwall definitely a fairly physical side and obviously Cardiff have their players like that too um, I I do fancy Cardiff actually winning this game though I think they might actually bring some form back into their side it's, it's going to happen eventually though I think they've definitely got the quality to to bring back life into the team um, obviously Millwall are are a decent side as well, but I think Cardiff will win 2-1. Yeah, it's a tough one, this one, because I think Millwall's game always depends if Jed Wallace turns up or not. And if Jed Wallace turns up, they tend to play well as a team, but when Jed Wallace doesn't turn up, they don't tend to play that well. Um, for this one, I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw. Plenty of goals, four goals. Um, but yeah, I just don't know which team would win it, because... If Kiefer Moore, if he gets good service, you know, Cardiff are always going to... If he gets a good chance, Cardiff going to score. He's so clinical in the Championship. I'd love to see him get a Premier League move. Um, same with Jed Wallace. I'd love to see them both get big moves. But yeah, it'll be, it'll be a game dependent on who turns up for which team. If Moore turns up for Cardiff, Cardiff will probably win it. If Wallace turns up for Millwall, Millwall will probably win it. On to Blackburn at home versus West Brom. Both had fantastic starts. Joey, I think you're only right to start with you as you are a West Brom fan. Yeah, I think um, yeah, we both had identical starts, really. Two wins and a draw. Um, I think Blackburn may have had the easier fixtures. I know I'm not saying that our fixtures have been um, kind of hard, but uh, yeah, especially against... like We've played two kind of the uh, big four, I think. It's just played Bournemouth and uh, Sheffield United. Which leaves only uh, Fulham to play, but... Um, Blackburn have played like Preston Hull, which they haven't really been that impressive in. So I've gone with West Brom three, Blackburn one. I think um, they're they're probably going to score. I think um, they've been quite kind of attacking minded this season, so we can expect a challenge. But um, I think uh, Ismail's side will run out the winners in this one. Yeah, Ollie, what do you reckon? Blackburn, West Brom at Ewood Park. Yeah, I I think West Brom actually quite a good side I think they're gelling well together and um, Ishmael's doing a good job there so far um, they're dominating games they definitely dominated um, our game against uh, West Brom and they look very impressive um, away from home as well um, Blackburn aren't doing too bad um, they're getting a couple of goals here and there and they, they're getting points definitely but 
West Brom are definitely the better team here. And um, I think the away advantage um, for, uh, sorry, the home advantage for Blackburn isn't good enough for West Brom. I think they're just too good. I think they'll win 3-1 as well. I put that on my Super 6, so I'm going with that. Yeah, obviously, I can only know far too well being a Burnley fan that Blackburn always start the season well. So it, it would be nice if West Brom could humble them a bit because there's already a promotion shout from Blackburn fans, which it's a bit early on considering the teams you've played as well. Um, as you mentioned, they've not really played anyone of significance, have they? They've played sides that they should be, although in around the same position as them, if not even lower than them. So I think now they're playing like a proper, proper side that just couldn't have the Premier League. Just won 4 0 the weekend before the conference will be sky high for West Brom. Um, I think they'll come out 3 0 winners, West Brom. Uh, West Blackburn get 1 0 winner, I've said that. But yeah, I think West Brom will just have so, they've just got so much quality. I think Callum Robinson brace as well. Furlong looks really good on the right hand side as well, really long throw wins and all that. So yeah, West Brom, I think they'll knock them out of the park. On to Luton versus Birmingham now. Two teams that have struggled a bit. As well, Birmingham obviously struggled more than Luton have. But yeah, how do you reckon for that one, Ollie? Um, I think Luton have started the season okay. Um, you know, I don't think they've got the best squad in the world, but they, they're doing well with it, as I've said before. Um, Birmingham, in our game against them, they, they look quite good um Taif Chong was quite good um but they they just couldn't finish it off really but they they did everything else quite well if that makes sense um they were they were okay um and I'm not too sure about this one though I think I think Luton will probably win 2-1 um I would fancy Birmingham to maybe get a point or more but they just didn't seem to finish finish it off, if that makes sense. And I think that will continue. And I just don't think they'll get the three points against Luton because I think Luton are probably good enough, actually. Yeah, I think it will be a tight, tight game, this one. Too, I mean, they both looked promising in their opening games, but Luton actually got a bit more points on the board than Birmingham have. Uh, Joe, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I've also predicted a 2-1 win to Luton, but I think uh, Birmingham, especially in the first game against Sheffield United, I think, um, yeah, they really lacked the end product, kind of finishing the final chance. Yeah, Chong looked really good. Got man of the match in that game as well. But, um, yeah, Birmingham, they're a, a really weird team, really. They've got Lee Boyer as their manager. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, but Luton, they've, they're have they really good against... I think um, up until 60 minutes after they got the injury against us, um, we were probably the better team. But after that, uh, Luton were all over us. And they've also won against Peterborough and Barnsley. Barnsley, of course, last season, quite high up. But new manager, Peterborough, got their defensive um, worries and uh, problems. But um, I think Luton have enough quality to see them through in this one. So I'm going to 2-1. Yeah, Luton, Birmingham. Luton at home as well. They won 1-0 last week, so I'm going to predict a 1-0 this week for Luton as well. I think they'll just be able to get the job done over Birmingham. Whether they can start turning... I think they need to start turning these chances into goals, Birmingham, because against Bournemouth, you know, Bournemouth did come out 2-0 winners, but as Oli said, they did dominate a lot of the game, Birmingham. 
I think they do create chances. It's, it's about taking the chances. I think Chong will turn out good this season for them, though, on one from United. I think he'll turn out well, provide a few goals. But the team in general is not the best. You know, they've got Bayer as well. He's all right. I do rate him. But, yeah, Luton won no winners for me in this one. A game of uh, two teams. Well, one thing you'd thought would be doing a lot better than the other, but that's just not the case. Sheffield United versus Huddersfield. Thoughts and opinions, Ali? Oh, this one's a hard one, actually, because obviously, usually, well, what we think we would predict is Sheffield United to beat them about 5-0 at least, but um, that's honestly not the case. Um, Sheffield United has started poorly. Um, Huddersfield aren't good either, if I'm honest, but I think... Sheffield United will probably win this one. Well, I hope they would. Um, I think they're going to win one nil. Um, I don't think they'll they'll score any more than that because they just they don't have that they don't have that clinical goal scorer. I don't think Brewster is that that man to score many goals for them. Um, but yeah, I, I I think Sheffield United will probably win, but it'll be an unconvincing win. After the start of the season, there's already going to be questions asked, but there's got to be serious questions asked if they don't beat Huddersfield. Definitely. What do you reckon, Joe? Yeah, I do fancy Sheffield United to beat Huddersfield. Huddersfield looking really poor at the start of this season. But um, yeah, Sheffield United with a £50 million attack, um, it should like show, show their quality, really. But yeah, as you said, I don't think they really have that proven goal scorer. Um, Billy Sharp, he's, uh, he's not really scoring many goals. In terms of McGoldrick as well, he was the last player to score, I think, for them in the Premier League last season. Um, he missed that ch- one-on-one chance against us, which shows really like a lack of confidence. But um, I do fancy Sheffield United to kick on against the, uh, Huddersfield. I think it's a perfect game for them, really. It's come at a perfect time. Um, Huddersfield, uh, like a glow morale, they're not playing very well, nor Sheffield United. But um, I think Sheffield United, obviously, this is a real chance to get three points on the board and really kickstart their season under Slavisky Kanovic. Yeah, I agree with that. Huddersfield did win last week, but they are playing at Wayne Rooney Derby side. Um, so, oh no, they didn't play Derby. Sorry, they played at Preston, didn't they? I meant Preston. Uh, yeah, Sheffield United should be beating them comfortably. I'm going to go with two 0 Sheffield United in this one. Yeah, as Joe was saying, it's a great game for them to get the confidence back, get a few goals in the back of the net get the strikers scoring, get the team playing how they should be. I know he's just come in, but you've got to think, look at what West Brom are doing with a new manager. No real investment. And they're still playing like this with a new manager winning 4-0 against Sheffield United, a team that last season you would have thought, oh, it'll be a really tight game, that. But again, they both got the same team as last year, but they both got new managers. Whether it's going to take a while for Sheffield United's system to sit in, you don't know, but... It's not looking good for their promotion hopes this season it's so far. So I'm going to go with a 2-0 Sheffield United, but as I always said, unconvincing. On to Fulham versus Hull, and I think that the same as the Stoke game, I think there could only be one winner, can't there, Ollie? Yeah. Um, obviously, as I said, Fulham look good. They've they've kept their the best players in their squad that got them promoted. Obviously, they have um, Harry Wilson, who... Um, People that know me um, know I don't rate him, but um, I, I I think he's a championship player. Um, so he's not going to be too bad um, in the championship for Fulham. 
Um, obviously, Fulham have a good squad uh, as well as that. Um, Mitrovic, um, who's again another championship player, but does bits in the championship. Um, I think they'll win three one against Hull. I think Hull. Uh, obviously, I don't think they're gonna. They're gonna they're gonna concede a lot of goals in the championship this season, but um, they're they're no match for Fulham at all. Yeah, Fulham for playing Kramer at this point, aren't they? With a financial takeover, and yeah, they're spending the money well, though. In all fairness to them, I know they're spending quite a lot of money on this Brazilian bought from Flamengo, but whether it'll work out, you never really know. What a player from the Brazilian league like Martinelli, for example, playing in the third tier of the Brazil league. Obviously, he's doing all right for Arsenal when he does play. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he does. Joe, what do you reckon for form, uh, form hole? Yeah, I think it's um, really obvious this one. I've gone with a 3 0 Fulham win. Um, Hull less than convincing in their loss against Derby. Um, they really have many shots, no shots on target. And um, Fulham's quality will see them through. Obviously, got one of the best squads in the Championship. Obviously, you had Tossin, um, who was a class with him in the Premier League last season, also brilliant for Blackburn a couple of seasons ago. Um, Tete as well, I think he's played in the Champions League with Leon before, as well as like Mitrovic, previous strike in the Championship, as well as the youngster they're trying to bring through in terms of Carvalho. I think he's had a really bright start to the season. So, um, but yeah, they've invested their money really well. I think in Harry Wilson, I would like him at West Brom, but um, I think uh, we've got enough attacking quality as it is. And um, yeah, Harry Wilson's set pieces may have been the uh, icing on the cake. But, um, yeah, Fulham have created really well and um, it's hard to see past them with a 3-0 win. Yeah, they're going to be an exciting team to watch this year for. I, I think there's going to be plenty of goals in all the games. I expect them to do better against Middlesbrough than they did at home as well. You know, they just scraped by, didn't they? They had a few mistakes in other games that they've played, but I am going to go with a 2 0 full win. I don't think they'll fully smash all out the park, but I think they will get a convincing win. And that tends to be all that matters. You know, we'll get three points on the board. You know, they, they need to be up there as for as long as, long as they can. You just keep getting points on the board, worry about themselves, and, and the points should come with the team they've got. If they can get Anguita to stay, which I don't think is very likely, I think he will go. Um, they've already got enough. They've already got enough quality for the championship anyway, more than enough to uh, be able to get back to the promised land. But yeah, I'm going to go with two 0 for winning that one. On to two teams that at the start of the season everyone would have not predicted it to be like this. Preston, bottom of the league, Peterborough, not doing too bad. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? Yeah, the two teams that aren't in the best of form, I think uh, this one will be a really interesting matchup. I think you've got the attacking quality of Peterborough against the defensive frailties of Preston. I have gone with this one with a, a 2 1 Peterborough win. I think Preston will still um, have that kind of low morale and uh, seal down. But um, I really do think that Peterborough will have enough attacking quality to. Um, see out a 2-1 win but I think it'll be a very close match both sides not in the best of form yeah Ollie what do you think for that one Preston Peterborough they man Preston are um, a deep deal Preston Preston are one of those odd teams that just lose some and win some as I said and I think they'll I think they'll come back and win 3-0 against Peterborough I think like I, I just I think they're a strange team just like I said before, and 
they can lose some and then just come back and win some. Um, Peterborough, as I said, I don't think they're good enough defensively. I don't think they'll handle Preston. Um, they may snatch a goal, but I don't think it's likely. I think Preston will will win comfortably. Yeah, what is your score prediction for that? I said 3 0. 3 0. 3 0. 3 0 to Preston. Yep. Bottom of the league, Preston against P3 1 last week. Yep. That's They'll bold. That's bold. That is bold. I rate it. I rate it. I've gone with a 1 1. Gone safe. 1 1. As you mentioned, Peterborough defensively aren't the best, but Preston going forward after the season haven't been the best. So it'll be a game of, I think. I think Peterborough are better defensive than Preston are, and Peterborough's attack is too good. So, yeah, 1-0. I do rate Van, uh, Sepp Vandenberg. He's all right, though, for Preston. On to the final game. I think it's only right if Ollie goes first. It's Bournemouth-Blackpool. Um, Blackpool aren't that good, if I'm honest. Um, as we said before, they haven't really prepared for the championship that well. They haven't made that that good of signings. Um I think Bournemouth will probably beat them 2-0. Um, obviously, Bournemouth's young squad um, um, and we've put in some really good performances recently. Um, obviously, Birmingham, two goals. Um, winning against Forest and drawing against West Brom, that's not too bad. Um, better than I thought we'd start off, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I, I don't actually see us conceding a goal tomorrow. I think we'll ease it. 2-0. 2-0. What do you reckon for the game, uh, Joe? Yeah, I've also gone with a 2-0 Bournemouth victory. I'm really impressed with Scott Parker. I think I really liked him. I liked him at Fulham when he um, when he was there in the Premier League. I thought they'd stay up, to be perfectly honest. I think they went a little run of form, but they tailed off towards the end. Um, but yeah, Bournemouth have got a really young squad. I'm re- I really like Kilkenny in midfield. I think he, um, he was class against us and I think he's been class for the rest of the year so far. In the season, as well as Anthony and Zamora uh, as the uh, left wing and left back, respectively. But um, yeah, Bournemouth, uh, they've got Solanke up front. They've still got a number of players to come back in terms of like uh, Lerma and Pearson, those sort of players that can really provide quality into that team. And um, yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be up there for promotion this season. So yeah, Bournemouth 2, Blackpool 0. Yeah, Blackpool have the least goals per match on average in the championship so far this season with 0.3. It's just not good enough, is it, for the championship? You're not really... If you think I don't see them improving either. I know they've got like CJ Hamilton, who I do think is quite good. Jerry Yates, he needs to start scoring if he's going to do... If, he's, if Blackpool are going to stay up, he needs to start scoring. It's as simple as that. But Blackpool, I just don't think they're going to be good enough for Bournemouth. I'm going to go with a, a 3-0 Bournemouth. Bournemouth at home as well. Uh, always said they're sold out. So, yeah, I think I think Bournemouth going to come with a comfortable win in that one. So, yeah, that is going to be the end of today's podcast. Thank you very much for Ollie and Joe for coming on. We do appreciate it. We'll be back again next week with the Premier League roundup and look towards next weekend fixtures, as well as the championship version of that as well. Uh, the Premier League, one, Premier League one went up yesterday on the Spotify, so make sure to go and check that out if you haven't already. I was joined by Anthony and Harry in that one. So yeah, thank you for coming on, guys. We do appreciate it. Thank you for listening as well if you have. Uh, We'll see you again next week, so thank you very much.